Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, Coach Rick Sadisi here. Thank you for joining us today. I want to talk to you about something. All right, so I'm going to a uh, airport. I'm flying up to the Bahamas, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, I, I see this um, high-tech device, and and, I, and it intrigues me. So I go over and look at it, and you know, I put a coin in there. Put a coin in there, push the button, and it spits out a ticket. It says, "You're going to be going to the Bahamas in 45 minutes." Your name is Rick Segisi, and you weigh 190 pounds. So I said, "Hmm, that's weird. I know a lot of people, that, you know, that have trained in this in this area in this vicinity. I wonder if someone's playing a game with me or whatever." So I throw a coin in there again, push the button. Same thing. Your name is Rick Segisi, weigh 190 pounds, and you're leaving for the Bahamas in 45 minutes. So I said, "Hmm, this this can't be can't be right." So I, I dig up one more quarter and I put it in there and I pop that in there and cocked out a ticket. Your name is Rick Skeezy. You're 190 pounds and you've missed your flight to the Bahamas. Well, guys, I'm glad I had, you didn't miss this episode because I'll tell you right now, this is the key to becoming and thinking and winning in life. So we're going to talk about some things here and the progression um, – in realization of a worthy goal, goes comes back to what's your drive, what's your purpose in it, in life, what is your why? Okay, so we want to understand how important. Okay, that when we have a goal, we have um, a, a purpose. We try to do something. We have we wake up and we have something to to strive for. So I look at stresses in two different ways. You stress, which is good stress, something that you try you put on yourself, or you want to achieve a goal, or you're trying to make a sale or something like that. And then there's distress. That's a, a negative form of stress, which impairs your peak performance, which we want to try to avoid. Divorce, marriage, uh, you know, marriage is a good thing, so that would be you stress. But like divorce, uh, death, stuff like that, that's a distress. They're not good. So we want to try to eliminate those and, and try to control those as much as possible, okay? So I like to look at it this way. There's three types of people. Okay, there's one that watches things happen. There's another one that don't know what's happening. And there's a third one that really makes things happen. And we want to make sure we're successful. And what successful people do is the third. They make things happen. And, and that's the most important thing. And you've, got to, you've got to get up and you've got to make things happen. No matter what happens to you, you, you continue to go through it. Um, remember, we move in the direction of our dominant thoughts. Think of a soil. If you plant a orange tree and you plant a poison tree, it's going to grow whatever you give it. Doesn't it's not going to not grow the poison tree because it, you know it, they know it's bad. It doesn't understand that. All it knows is that you gave it that, and that's what it's going to give you. Same thing as your distinctive your subconscious. So we're going to talk about conscious and subconscious memory here now in minds. Your subconscious mind is the mind that you basically are, are making decisions on every day. And our decisions are based on past experiences and past thoughts that is basically filtered into this subconscious memory. And our decisions a lot of times, if not every time, is based on subconscious happenings that have been stored in that little subconscious memory. So I want you to think about the importance of, of knowing when you are acting on your subconscious memory 
and if there's not been a good event or a trauma event that's happened in the past, then your decisions and your your outcome and your your attitude is going to be based on past trauma. So I like to tell you guys this. This is the, this is so powerful. It, it, the subconscious is the master, and it basically the the conscious mind is just following instructions. So what the conscious mind is doing and basing what you're doing right now is based on what your subconscious is telling you to do. Your subconscious can be trained to think negative and positive, even if there's been trauma or negative events. Because unfortunately, in a lifetime, we're going to hear 75% negative. And, and it's, pretty, it's pretty astounding. It, you know, by the time you're 18, researchers and, and studies have shown that you actually have, as an 18-year-old, okay, from 1 to 18, you have actually heard over 150,000 no's or don'ts, which is going to create self-limitation. So this is so powerful. And when we, we understand that, our, our subconscious not always where we want to have it based on our past and why we're making decisions now or how our attitude is now consciously is based on what's happened in the past because it's basically a screen, okay? And so we're going to talk about that now. You're going to program a self-image, okay? This is a self-image um, of performing an activity successfully, okay? That's going to propel that self-image into that subconscious. If you visually do something, it doesn't understand if it's fantasy or reality. Your mind doesn't understand if it's real or not real. If it visually sees it, if it visualizes and senses and sees it, it actually is going to self-propel that image in your subconscious. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you want, and it's so powerful, and it's something that you do every day, and now your conscious thoughts and actions are going to be based on those subconscious visualizations. It's like a screen. It's so powerful. So you know, this is this is not something that's going to be. Oh, I can just do it just like that. It's going to take practice. But but remember, your subconscious mindset will be closed up, and those images will not be able to shine if you have tension and anxiety. You must relax to allow the subconscious to open up, and that's the key. Because if we propel the subconscious and give that screen what we want, the subconscious is going to portray that to the conscious mind if we're relaxed. But if we're not relaxed and we're tension and anxiety and nerves and stress, that's going to close that subconscious mind up, guys. And that means what you're training it to do is not going to consciously going to happen when you're actually doing whatever you want. You're not physically going to be able to execute the steps needed to get what you want. Whatever you vividly imagine, remember this. It's recorded as a real in the subconscious. It then projects those images like we talked about on the screen. It's recorded as real. So basically you're trying to retrain and recondition your subconscious mind on visualization, on what your thoughts are. But a lot of it's visualization. So your conscious mind can basically call upon that because remember your subconscious is the master and the robot is just the conscious it's acting on whatever it's being told to do 
in the subconscious. So it's so powerful, guys. I know I'm making it sound simple. It isn't, and I get that. But you've got to understand this. As anything to get better at in life, you need to work at it. And what happens is we understand this, but most people are not practicing it. They go back to the basics. They go back to what's easy. And I'm challenging you today. Do not go back to what's easy if it hasn't worked for you. Make a change. Because if you're not changing, you're not challenging. And if you're not challenging, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're really not living. So remember that, guys. I'm going to give you this analogy real quick. So there's a Great Barrier Reef. It's about 18,000 miles. Okay? And on one side of the, 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 the reef, the lagoon side, there's, there's not much water hitting against that rock. And, and those colors on the lagoon side are very pale. All, those, all the rocks, is, it's just not very, very bright and vibrant. But then on the other side, on the ocean side, where the water is splashing against the rocks, the coral reef is stimulated. And it's bright, and the colors are, are extremely vibrant. And the reason why is because that's being challenged. That's being challenged through the waters. The water's putting a challenge to it, and it's responding to it in a vibrant color, making that rock stand out. However, the lagoon side, there was no action, no challenges, and it really became pale, and the colors weren't vibrant. I'm going to leave you with that analogy. If you ain't challenging yourself, you are not growing. Challenge your subconscious memory. Vividly feel, see what you want every day. And remember, there's three types of motivations. There's a fear. Fear of getting something done might motivate you, but it's not really long-lasting. Incentive, getting a raise, doing something there. That might work, but it's not always possible to have that. It's not always going to be there every day. Someone's going to give you a raise every day. But the third thing is going to be the most important is the personal part, the personal motivation, the internal part of your body. That is the most powerful motivation you can have. Self-imposed limitations are put upon us from past experiences. And we are applying in those now unless we change those self-limitations that were affecting us years ago. We're not going to change what we want today. Our conscious is the robot of the subconscious.